Hare Krishna, dear devotees, Dhanu Pranam, all glories to Shalap Prabhupada Guru Maharaj. Today we are very fortunate. We have uh, His Grace um, Kamalushan Das Prabhuji from Mumbai, India. And uh, Prabhuji is going to enlighten us on Srimad Bhagavatam, Canto 6, Chapter 1, Verse Number 51. Hare Krishna, Prabhuji, Dhanu Pranam, all glories to Shalap Prabhupada Guru Maharaj. You may take over the call when you are ready. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Narayanam Namaskritya Naram Chaiva Narottamam Devim Saraswati Vyasam Tato Jayamudirayet Nashtapraesha Badreshu Nityam Bhagavata Sevaya Bhagavati Uttama Shloke Bhaktir Bhavati Naishtiki Reading from Srimad Bhagavatam, Canto 6, Chapter 1, Text Number 51 Tat Etat Shodasakalam Kalam Lingam Shakti Trayam Mahat Dhatte Anusam Smritim Umsi Harsha Shoka Bhaya Arti Dham Ket Tade Tat Shodasakalam Sad Tade Tat Shodasakalam Lingam Shakti Trayam Mahat Lingam Shakti Trayam Mahat Tate Tate no Samsratim Pumsi Tate no Samsratim Pumsi Tate no Samsratim Pumsi Harsha Shoka Bayartidam Harsha Shoka Bayartidam Tade tat shoda sakalam lingamahat tate no samsprutim bumsi harsha shoka bhayartidam. Word to word meaning tat, therefore, etat this shoda sakalam made of sixteen parts, <coughs> namely the ten senses, the mind, and the five sense objects. Lingam, the subtle body, Shakti Trayam, the effect of the three modes of material nature, Mahat, insurmountable, Datte, gives, Anusanswatim, almost perpetual rotation and transmigration in different types of bodies, Pumsi, onto the living entity, Harsha, jubilation, Shoka, lamentation, Bhaya, fear, Arti, misery, dham, which gives. Translation The subtle body is endowed with sixteen parts the five knowledge acquiring senses, the five working senses, the five objects of senses, and the mind. The subtle body is an effect of the three modes of material nature. It is composed of insurmountably strong desires. And therefore, it causes the living entity to transmigrate from one body to another 
in the human life, animal life, and life as demigod. When the living entity gets the body of a demigod, he is certainly very jubilant. When he gets a body, gets a human body, he is always in lamentation. And when he gets an animal body, when he gets a human body, he is always in lamentation. And when he gets the body of an animal, he is always afraid. In all conditions, however, he is actually miserable. His miserable condition is called samsmriti or transmigration in material life. Purport by his joint place, A.C. Bhakti Vedanta Swami, Srila Prabhupada, Srila Prabhupada Ki Chai. The sum and substance of material conditional life is explained in this verse. The living entity, the seventeenth element, is struggling alone, life after life. Is struggling life after alone after life after life. This struggle is called samskriti or material conditional life. In Bhagavad Gita it is said that the force of material nature is insurmountably strong. Material nature harasses the living entity in different bodies. But if the living entity surrenders the Supreme Personality of Godhead, he becomes free from uh, this entanglement as confirmed in the Bhagavad Gita. Mame vai prapadyante mayame tam tarantite O jnati mirandasya jnanan jana shalakya Chakshurun militam yena tasmai shri gurave namaha Shri Chaitanya mano vishtam stapitam yena putale Svayam Rupakadamaiham Dadati Swapadantiyam Pandeham Shri Guru Shri Uttapadakamalam Shri Gurun Vaishnavam Shri Rupam Sakrajatam Sagan Raghunathanvitam Tam Sajeevam Sadvetam Savaputvutam Parijanasahitam Krishna Chaitanya Devam Shri Radha Krishna Padan Sagan Dalita Shivishakanvitam Hey Krishna Karuna Sintho Dinabando Jagatpade Gopesh Gopika Kanta Radha Kanta Namostade Tapta Ganchana Gorangira Dev Navaneshwari Vishabhanu Sute Devi Pranamami Haripri Vancha Kalpataru Pyascha Kripa Sindhubya Evacha Patitanam Pavane Pyo Vaishavibyo Namaha Jai Shri Krishna Chaitanya Prabhu Nityananda Shri Advaita Gadadhar Shiva Sadi Gaura Bhatta Vrinda Hare Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hare 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 Rama Hare Rama 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 Hare 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 Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hare 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 Rama Hare Rama 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 Hare 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 Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hare 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 Rama Hare Rama 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 Hare Hare So the Yamadutas are talking to the Vishnadutas. 
So there's a conversation going on between uh, Vishnu Dutas and Yamadutas. And Ajamil is hearing this conversation where uh, the Vishnu Dutas are going to establish uh, dharma. What is dharma? Uh, when the question was raised about uh, the superiority of, uh, of artikta dharma, under, uh, under Yamaraj, who is only dealing with uh, Papa and Punya. So then uh, the Vishuddhutas in the entire prasanga establishes that there is an authority even for Yamaraj. And the Lord is the death for the death. Uh, even beyond Yamaraj, you have Lord Shiva who is the ultimate death for Yamaraj. And Lord Shiva he also dies. He is uh, in the Narasimha Mahamantra he chant. Mrutyum Mrutyum Namamyaham. Uh, I pay obeisance to Narasimha who is a death for the death. Uh, Shiva is known as death. Why? Because he is a destroyer. in charge of uh, the Tamaguna. And with the Tamas, he destroys um, the bodies of the living entities. All the destruction happens because of Lord Shiva. Now here, this is what is being established in the entire prasanga of this Jami. That uh, Yamaraj, Yamadutas, they are thinking that uh, in this world there is only uh, deity and sin. If somebody is pious, they go to Swarga. Simple, then go to lower species, go to Yamaloka, and then go to lower species. And they are suffering. Mm-hmm. And, and uh, this is what is the uh, law of this world. Uh, and they have no idea that there is something called liberation. So their questions, their arguments uh, seems to be uh, good, but Yamadutas' arguments were defeated by the arguments by the is going to come in the next chapter. So, what is happening now? The Yamadutas, Yamaraj, they say, Yamaraj, uh, he is there in Yamaloka. He sees by his mind and mind all the living entities, what is their previous condition, and they know, he knows everything, covered by Brahma, to know things without being present. Everybody's activities, everyone's activities, by body, mind and words, they're all seen by Yamaraj. And he is the ultimate decision maker, he decides what is the present of the person and what is the future form of the person just by his mind. He is so powerful. Mm-hmm. Now what is Dharma and what is the Dharma is known to my our Lord who is Yamaraj. Uh, he sees. It is not that he, he is blind. He is able to see every living entity. He is almost like Paramatma. Mm-hmm. Deva. 
he knows what a person has performed in previous births, previous many many births, and then he decides. He is never whimsical. Mm -hmm. They say like that. And then they give an example. They say just like an animal accepts his present body by ignorance. By ignorance. The human, sometimes it so happens by losing the memory, uh, he takes birth in another species or maybe even the human life. But he may not be aware of what's happening in the previous life. So the jiva forgets. But Yamaraj doesn't, doesn't forget. So sometimes people say, oh, why only to me? Why am I suffering? Why I should suffer? What I have done? So they blame the karmas. They think that some injustice has happened to them. No, injustice has not happened to them. Because injustice cannot be done by Yamaraj. We know many stories from the Puranas that one of the rishis, he was uh, given such a big punishment by the king uh, because the soldiers caught hold of the Rishi and then brought he is the person who stole her horse. And the Tula, he was just put from top on his top. And he told him, you are a small kid, I know that you have pierced the eyes of, uh, of, of, uh, of a small insect. Then he, the Rishi cursed, for a small mistake of mine, you give such a big punishment to me, you will leave the place. Of course, it all happened by the will of the Lord. But that is a mistake. Yamaraj had to come as Vidura. That is why this whole past time happened. But now we should know that Yamaraj is Yamadutas are telling. Hmm? One may not know what is going to be in the next life. One may not know what he has done in the previous life. But that doesn't mean Yamaraj doesn't know. Yamaraj knows everything so perfectly. Hmm? Now after saying this, they are explaining that how uh, a person performs some sinful activities or pious activities and based on the sinful and the pious activities what they have done in this life and the previous life they are all stored in the subtle body and based on that subtle body one gets the next body that is what has been described in the previous words how the panchabihi kurute swarthan so panchabihi what is the meaning of panchabihi uh, pancha here refers to the five active senses or senses of action or uh, knowledge gaining senses, working senses. So panchabihi kurute. For what? Why, why everybody acts? The actions done by every living entity is to attain uh, a desired object. I desire this. That is why I act in such a way. Swarthan, uh, Swarthan. So Swartha, to accomplish the object of our desire, 
the act. Now they are pancha vedartha pancha vihi. And they are pancha vedartha. Means vedartha is for knowledge gaining senses. And then uh, by these five knowledge gaining senses, the living entity, what does it do? He attains five sense objects. Now, uh, next, it says that Yekastu Shodasha Trin by using the sixteen items. What are the sixteen items? The mind uh, and the seventeen, the jiva. Even as the seventeenth, Swayam Saptadashoshmati. The sixteenth item is the jiva, and the seventeenth, sixteenth item is the mind. Ekastu Shodashenatrin Swayam Saptadashoshmati. The seventeenth item is the jiva. So you have mind, and then you have the jiva. So total seventeen items has been described in the previous verse. That is five. Uh, sense objects, five working senses, five knowledge gaining senses, and uh, uh, the sixteenth is the uh, jiva, or the sixteenth is the mind, and the seventeenth one the jiva. Hmm. So this is how uh, uh, the uh, previous verse uh, talks about the seventeenth objects. Now. Hmm, uh, what does a jiva do with the, the sixteen objects has been described in this particular verse. Yetat shodasa kalam lingam. The word lingam refers to uh, the subtle body. Now a question arises here that how come the senses, both the knowledge gaining senses and the working senses, how can they be called a subtle body? Hmm? How can be called as lingam? That is a technical point which is to be discussed for today. Now many of us think senses are physical, means they are gross, but they are not. Senses are in the mind. What you see as I is not the I. What you, see, what you see as the eye is not the eye. It is the eyeball. It is a sense instrument. Uh, eye is not uh, the eyeball. Sometimes when you go to the uh, uh, doctor, eye doctor, he examines the eyeball and he says the eyeball is perfect. But still the person is blind. Why is he blind? If eyeball is perfect, then uh, why he should be blind? Then they say, no, something is wrong in the brain. No, 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 no. They actually sense the power of sight is in the mind. That is called sense. When we say knowledge gaining senses like eye, like we say nose, the eyes, the ears, the touch uh, and the tongue. These are not the gross things what you see. They are subtle. Uh, you may say, Amoeba. Amoeba, does it have an eye? They say no, but still it can see. Somebody may say, does the cow has a hand? No, the cow doesn't have a hand. Yes, it has a hand. Because 
what do you do with the hand with the hand you take with the hand somebody gives you something you take it so now uh, the hand is uh, the taking capacity in you which is there in your subtly in your mind that is called the hand so this hand what you use uh, is actually the instrument of the hand now cow has a hand but it may not have have instrument of the hand when you give some grass to the cow it takes to the mouth the taking capacity is in the cow so the hand is there in the cow but it is using the mouth as an instrument to take now a blind man you say is a blind man he doesn't know eyes no he has eyes in the mind the eyes in the mind the sense of sight is in the mind but he is using sometimes it so happens i can see in mumbai uh, there are some blind people totally blind practically they cannot just anything but still they can catch a crowded train local train in mumbai with a stick in their hand they can see there are using uh, the power to see uh, is there in their mind and they use the skin the sound or the, or the ears to uh, to see things hmm. so uh, to say that uh, senses are uh, the physical body uh, it is wrong senses are subtle and their senses are controlled by the demigods uh, they are also subtle they are sukshma uh, that is why uh the word used here is the subtle body uh, lingam shaktitrayam mahatyetat shodashakalam maslingam and the subtle body of the jiva uh, is having these things now it will be very surprising sometimes say hey, what is this eyes uh, uh, nose here there are only three subtle bodies how can you say that uh, 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 this uh, Uh, these things are all uh, subtle uh, because the five working senses the five knowledge gaining senses and the five sense objects uh, they are all in the mind uh, and the mind is uh, about the mind is the soul which is the 16th element uh, how can you say this thing hmm? they are all in the mind yes they are all in the mind all the 15 things the five grass elements sorry five uh, working senses knowledge gaining senses sense objects except the five the pancha mahabhutas that is earth water fire air ether this is the gross body and apart from that every other thing is subtle only uh, eyeball is gross body but eye is in the subtle body there is a distinction between the eyeball and the eye there is a distinction between the the hand and the capacity to take the functioning of the hand what you see as the hand is not the sense it is a sense instrument so it is very uh, interesting to know the sankhya because of lack of understanding of sankhya people are studying science which has no value they totally confused because they don't know that the problem is in the sense uh, not in the sense instrument uh, sometimes it so happen somebody uh, have good sense instrument 
may be having perfect ear, but they may not hear because the demigod has not blessed them with the capacity to hear. Uh, though they have a gross hear, <coughs> ear, but they cannot hear <coughs> because they are not <coughs> having the sense, they are not have the capacity to hear is not there. So every living entity, conditioned living entity uh, in this world, they have all the senses. And that doesn't mean they have sense instruments fully developed. Amoeba also have all their senses. Even a giraffe has all the senses. The elephant has all the senses. But the sense instruments, they are different. The grass body may be different. But in the subtle body, all the senses are there. So, uh, in the Ayurveda, in the Vedic science, they know this thing. So that is why they can deal with uh, the, uh, any, any, any illness, uh, any other uh, problems which are They can deal perfectly because they have a uh, higher understanding of the physiology and the psychology of the body. They have a better understanding of uh, uh, the universe, better understanding of uh, all the uh, tanmatras, the sense objects. No, the sense objects are also subtle, like the form. What you see as a form is actually subtle. Form is subtle. Taste is subtle. Uh, all the sense objects, they are subtle. They are all in the mind. There may be some, somebody who may not be very uh, uh, expert in tasting things. Hmm? Though he may have a tongue, he cannot taste. Uh, uh, he may eat, but still may not be able to taste properly. But somebody just by smelling, water comes from his mouth. <laughs> huh? So he has just smelled, he has not eaten. He just smelled that How is he able to do? How is he able to uh, taste by smelling? Because uh, he doesn't have to eat to smell, he eat to eat to taste. He can smell, by smelling he can taste it. So what does it mean? It is subtle, it is not gross. So all the 15 elements, which are being categorized here, five, five, five. Mm. Even walking, mm. uh, we walk by legs. Uh. But legs are only instrument of walking. But does the snake have legs? Yes, it has legs, but it doesn't have a leg instrument. It uses the shoulder for walking. That is why the snake is called Bhujaga. Bhujaga means Bhuja. Uh, Bhuja means shoulders. Uh, it uses its shoulders for the first movement. So, uh, leg means, uh, is one of the working senses. It is the capacity to walk, the capacity to move. That is called leg. The capacity to see, that is called eye. The capacity to smell, that is called nose. The capacity to see, that is called an eye. The capacity to taste, that is called a tongue. So, there is a distinction between the sense and the sense instrument. If somebody is able to understand this, he has understood practically half of Sankhya philosophy. Unfortunately, uh, we have gone through all this uh, uh, modern school education. That is why 
it is very difficult for uh, uh, for getting this uh, uh, point driven into your consciousness we think that uh, ah these are the grass body uh, i have a leg he doesn't have a leg uh, oh he is a lame man doesn't have a leg no though he is a lame man but still there is a walking capacity in him uh, so we may say he is blind he doesn't have eyes but still he has a seeing capacity mm. and a seeing capacity or the walking capacity or our uh, tasting capacity or the senses they are controlled by the demigods so that is called adi deva mm. so they are more subtle uh, sense instruments are made up of the pancha mahabhuta which are gross but the senses themselves are subtle and more subtle than the senses are the sen- uh, the controlling demigods uh, like mind is controlled by lord shiva recently we had our shivarathi and worship lord shiva uh, saying that oh abhimani devata of mind of mana of manaha is shiva abhimani devata of i is surya abhimani devata of uh, ears Uh, of of speech of the tongue is fire aiman devata of the ears uh, and the hands is indra uh, like that every uh, single uh, sense and sense has a abhimani devata uh, they have a controlling deity presiding deity yeah. so this is a science without understanding uh, the senses they are subtle and they are controlled by the adidaiva the controlling demigod it is very difficult to actually understand the whole uh, physiology or the psychology or the anatomy of the body uh, just by working on some chemicals no treatment can be done unfortunate is that uh, the modern science doesn't have any idea of these things sir. so the word linga is very very interesting here that is etadetachodasakal ஷிரியம் a uh, very interesting point hmm? of course bhagavad gita krishna talks about it that karanam guna sangasya sadasadyoni janmashu the effect of the three gunas karanam guna sangasya so the association which we have with the three modes of nature that is gunatraya iti shaktitraya shaktitraya gunatrayam மீன் சத்வா ரஜஸ்தமா வி கெட் டிஃப்ரெண்ட் வெரைட்டிஸ் ஆஃப் சென்சஸ் அண்ட் நவ் த கிராஸ் பாடி வாட் வி ஆர் கோயிங் டு கெட் இட் இஸ் நாட் திங் பட் த கவரிங் ஆஃப் த சட்டல் பாடி யூ ஜஸ்ட் பிக் எ பிக் ஹேஸ் எ பர்டிகுலர் கைண்ட் ஆஃப் பாடி வை பிகாஸ் திஸ் கிராஸ் பாடி is covering the subtle body so a certain kind of subtle body is formed and above that there is a cross body given to it that's all 
Like for example, you keep your uh, shirt on a hanger. So then it looks in a particular way. You keep your shirt on uh, on on top of a fridge. It looks in a particular way. You take your uh, shirt and put it on top of a scooter. <laughs> it looks in a particular way. So depending on the form of the subtle body, which is the effect of the modes of nature, which is then you get a grass body. That's all. So to get a different kind of grass body, you should have a different kind of subtle body. So to get a different kind of subtle body, you have to change the association what you have with the modes of nature. Simple. So that is why this word has been used, Shakti Trayam. Shakti Trayam. And now what happens with this uh, uh, subtle body? We get different, different grass bodies. So subtle body produces the repeated birth. Uh, and, and this is very difficult. Uh, for this pumsi, mahat pumsi, the word which has been used here, lingat shakti trayam mahat dhatte anusamsutim pumsi. Mahat means very difficult. It is not easy, you are forced into a particular kind of grass body because your association with a particular kind of subtle body is there. Even in the human form of life, you just see there are no two people the same. Why we get a particular kind of grass body, another person got a particular kind of grass body, other kind of other body, because everybody has different subtle bodies. And because of difference in the subtle bodies, uh, why it is there? Because of the social modes of nature. So ultimately it is all modes only. That is why it is said, Guna Guneshu Vartante Itimatkana Sajjate. It's all association modes. Tavaram, Jangamam, whatever you see in this world is nothing but the transformational modes of nature. Hmm. Prakriti is made up of three modes and everything in this world is nothing but the transformation of the modes of nature. So depending on the association of the modes of nature, we get a particular kind of subtle body and depending on the particular kind of subtle body, we get a grass body. Hmm. Now when we get a particular kind of grass body, what is the situation? The situation is three. Harsha, Shoka, Bhaya. Harsha, Shoka, Bhaya. Three things are there. And uh, uh, Artidan. But even though it is Harsha, Shoka, Bhaya, ultimately all the three situations are miserable. Uh, because of association with mode of goodness, one gets a body of a demigod. Then he thinks, oh, I'm so happy, I'm enjoying, I'm enjoying. Because of association or passion, then he is always in kind of a shoka, lamentation. And ultimately, uh, because of association is a mode of ignorance, more in mode of ignorance, there is what? Bhaya. Bhaya means there is always uh, fear. So, uh, of course, there is harsha, shoka, bhaya. In even human life also, but in general, if you see, Urdham Gachin Sattvastha, those who are in mode of goodness, they go to high planet systems, they get the demigod body and then become harsha. And then they become happy, so-called happy. Actually, that is also misery, one kind of misery only, because arthi means it's miserable. Uh, miserable uh, uh, condition of happiness. Uh, like uh, 
recently uh, somebody asked me, uh, oh, how is your brother? He having a very comfortable life. So then I told him, uh, he is uh, happily frustrated in his life. <laughs> he is happily frustrated in his life. Why? Uh, he's happy, everything is fine, my wife, his children, and he's got a good job, a nice house, a very peaceful government job, no anxiety, but still frustrated, he's happily frustrated. So the demigods are happy, but frustrated souls. So the goodness makes you happy, but doesn't stop that you'll be frustrated. Mm-hmm. The happiness will make you frustrated. And there's shoka, in human life, everybody is lamenting. And you go to anybody in this world, you ask, how are you? They say, oh, fine, thank you. And then after a few minutes of talking, they come to the point, saying that, oh, Prabhu, uh, this happened, that happened, this happened, oh, that should have happened to me. Everybody is actually criticizing me only. I know why God found me only a reward for all these problems. Nobody else a reward. In this way, he goes on lamenting. Though he has so much with him, so much of money, but still he is crying. Uh, once I went to Rajasthan, I uh, started to reach preaching centers there. And uh, we were uh, going, I went to meet a rich person to ask him for some donation for Janmashmi so that he can sponsor all the uh, ingredients of uh, prasadam requirements. So I went to him, somebody told me, a rich person he goes. So I went to him and then started talking. Swamiji, I, I, I came, invited me. He made me sit in his, uh, in his uh, cabin, in his, uh, uh, his owner of a big company. Uh, then he made me sit there and he started speaking to me. Then, uh, and all these things. So now I asked him, how is everything? He told, oh Swamiji, everything is happening very nicely. So then I told him, you know, we, have, we have come to invite you for Janmashmi. And uh, I heard that uh, you are a very charitable person. Why don't you uh, give some sponsor some ingredients for prasadam? So then he says, Swamiji, what to do? You know, we have some low government is so bad, that is so bad, and all our money is going in GST. That day he started crying like anything. Then actually I felt that oh oh oh, he's so my life is so miserable. Maybe I should give some donation to him. Right. He was lamenting for so many things, for so many, uh, what all incidents happened, went on, went on crying. <laughs> then, I told him, what exactly is your problem, tell me. He told, after this government has come, the GST has come, all this has happened. Earlier, we had uh, 500 crores, but now we are only left with 300 crores. Just see, uh, what is the reason to lament? What a reason to cry, Shoka. Everybody, every human is doing that because of passion. Passion makes you always lament, always cry. Uh, everybody who is more the passion person, the more he cries. And ultimately, Bhaya, Tidan, Bhaya, Bhaya. is more found in the animal species. The animal species, you have Bhaya. Bhaya means uh, fear. What is the meaning of fear? Bhayam dhitiya Bhayam means when your mind is engrossed in something secondary. What is Maya? The more your mind is engrossed in Maya, 
the more miserable we become the more fearful we become the more closer we are to krishna the more fearless we become and if i find animals in animal society they don't have lamentation they have fear more fear when tamago increases fear becomes small uh, wherever uh, you find somebody is doing more sinful activities and some theft is adharma then they naturally fear is there uh, the animals because of they performing some sinful activities in the human form of life they go to hellish planets and they train to be a particular animal and then they are always in fear and then when you see a dog is sleeping you go nearby maybe starts uh, uh, start barking at you or it runs away from you uh, or it attacks all practically all animals are fear you see the birds they just cannot sit in one place they are looking here there is you can see fear in them uh, why uh, because of tamas all the animals uh, they uh, because of tamaguna they get animal body and they are always in fear so these are the three conditions uh, uh, a person uh, exists uh, sattva rajas tama and depending on the sattva rajas tama uh, he gets a particular kind of gross body and to exhibit uh, the emotions in the subtle body to exhibit the uh, nature which is there in the subtle body and then continue its existence in uh, either of uh, uh, harsha or shoka and bhaya uh, harsha shoka bhaya now we have a very famous words in the shrimad bhagavatam yasyam vai shruyamanayam krishne parapurite bhakti rupadate punta shoka moha bhaya apaha shoka moha bhaya now these three words are used here in this verse shoka means lamentation the miseries which we are experiencing now because of some past incident that is called shoka the miseries what we are experiencing now because of the future is known as bhaya and the miseries what we are experiencing now uh, because of the present is known as moha so our life is the sandwich between shoka and bhaya and that is called moha so even though everything is comfortable now thinking what is going to happen to me in future thinking of that now hope something will happen when you are aware of some future pain at present even though there is no pain but you suffer that is called bhaya now some pain has come previously now it's gone now everything is over done and dusted but still remembering the past situation you experience pain now that is called shoka so now we are a, our life is nothing but a sandwich between shoka from the past and bhaya the future in this way even though you have whatever uh, you expect to be nice life wonderful life but still misery continues go oh, they are gone continue and what is the root cause root cause of this problem the problem is shakti trayam shakti trayam mahat very strong rajayashila prabhupada he quotes this verse in the purport what does he say 
Maya is as powerful as Krishna because Krishna's energy. So if you fight with Maya, we'll never be able to win over Maya. Mame vai prapadyante maya metam tarantite surrender. Whatever condition may be in your life, just surrender. Don't wait for time to come to surrender to Krishna. If you go on waiting, procrastinating, you go on, continue your mental existence. Uh, people say, wait now, later on I will surrender. No, no, surrender, now. If the right time to surrender is now. So, daivyesha gunami mamaya duruttaya mami vai prapadyante. Once you surrender to Krishna, then you can cross over the uh, ocean of mental existence. And you can conquer the modes of nature. So, when you conquer the modes of nature, naturally the subtle body will change or it gets diluted. And ultimately, when the subtle body is diluted, that is the time the pure spirit soul enters Vaikuntha. So, the subtle body, uh, it continues through all the species and till the time we are liberated and go back home, back to God, the subtle body continues along with us. The jiva is encaged with the subtle body. So, when you go to Vaikuntha, that is the time, at the time when we go to Viraja, the soul dips in Viraja, the subtle body dissolves in Viraja and the pure soul goes to Vaikuntha. So, this is how our scriptures talk about uh, liberation. Now, uh, all these points, all the philosophical points uh, are spoken by the Yamadutas. So, these Yamadutas, they are only understanding about the grass body, subtle body, different bodies, dharma, adharma, papa, punya. But they have no idea that there is something which is beyond, beyond the prakriti, beyond the modes of nature. So, this is what is the, the answer which is given to the Yamadutas by uh, Vishdutas. Till that point of liberation, one has to experience misery. There is no other way. That is what is being described in this particular verse. So, please to ask. Hare Krishna Prabhuji, can you hear me? Yes, I can hear you. Uh, thank you so much for the wonderful class and you give such wonderful examples. So, uh, Prabhuji, you mentioned that uh, example uh, of uh, that person, you know, he had like 5 million and then he said I'm only 3 million. So, you connected that with, uh, you said that is connected to mode of passion, right? So basically, it's uh, you trying to say that uh, he wants more and more and more, and he's lamenting with respect to that. Yeah. Yeah. You see, passion means always you cry. Always crying. Oh, that happened. This happened. Oh, that should have been done. Oh, this should have been done. You think of the past, and then even though your present is uh, nice, but still you suffer. Because of the past. That is called passion. 
so prabhu ji like uh, then uh, sometimes it's very confusing about the mode of passion and mode of ignorance you know uh, how would we put it in few words so you know we can know uh, by seeing a person uh, which of the modes he is uh, carrying which is like the mo- most distinct uh, distinction of the two in uh, especially about passion and ignorance actually uh, these three modes in the 14th chapter of the bhagavad gita krishna says there is a constant fight between the three modes of nature uh, every mode would like to take over the other mode you cannot just say this person is in this mode this person is in this mode and this person is in this mode because everyone is conditioned uh, with all the three modes so what changes is the percentage somebody has more passion somebody has more ignorance somebody has more uh, goodness so the different varieties of uh, uh, of the more of the natures of the people in this world is because of the different uh, mixtures of different percentages of the permutation combination of most of nature somebody has 90% goodness 5% ignorance 5% passion somebody 80 10 10 somebody 81 9 10 like that that is the reason you have so many natures of the people in this world so you cannot define this is he is passionate because he may have 70% passion <coughs> 20% ignorance and 10% goodness somebody has 70% uh, 15 15 so uh, everyone is a combination of the modes of nature but uh, but there is always one more which is primarily affecting him that is why it is very difficult to define a person that to a particular uh person also you cannot define in the day uh, he may change uh, sometimes somebody may become very passionate in the morning and then become very ignorant in the uh, night time uh, so there are so many factors it's very difficult to determine hmm? because there is a competition between the modes of nature rajastamaschayabhuya satvam bhavati bharata rajastam tamaschayiva tamasattam rajasta sometimes the mode of goodness becomes prominent uh, defeating the passion and ignorance sometimes uh, mode of passion defeats goodness and ignorance sometimes ignorance defeats goodness and passion in this way there is always a competition of supremacy the modes of nature even in individuals so there may be a person in goodness and there may be a person in ignorance prominently primarily in goodness primarily in, in ignorance two person but because of certain circumstances the person is primarily in goodness he may become angry because there is some passion also in him his light is not there and uh, a person in mode of ignorance uh, there is a, some quality of goodness in him also that is a he may manifest that quality of goodness so it is very difficult but still uh, krishna in the 14th chapter he gives the nature of these modes of uh, the quality of these modes the fundamental difference between uh, ignorance and passion is this rajo ragatmakam vidyat trishta sanga samudhvan trishta sanga samudhvan tannibaddanti maha tannibaddanti kaunteya karma sangena dehina 
In passion, this person is always active. And in ignorance, the person is always inactive. Pramadalasya nidra, he is lazy. That is the basic difference in passion and ignorance. Like a Kshatriya and Vaishya. Kshatriya hmm, uh, is in passion, controlled by goodness. And Vaishya is also in ignorance but controlled by passion. But a Shudra is in ignorance and controlled by ignorance. So in this way uh, you have uh, these three that is Kshatriya, Maisha and Shudra. Kshatriyas, they are not greedy but they are passion. Hmm? They, they want to control. The Shudras, they are greedy uh, but there is Rajas in them so they are active for greed. Uh, so a, a Vaisha need not be uh, told you do this work, he will do because there is an aspect of passion in him. But a Shudra will only do when he is monitored. When, he, when you see, hey, do this, do this, when I am uh, in charge, is there, supervisor, is there, then only labor work. So in this way, these three modes are so subtle and uh, very difficult to just determine uh, who is in what mode and at what time who is in what mode. But by understanding the basic qualities of the modes of nature, that is Sattva Rajasthama, as described in the 14th chapter of the Bhagavad Gita, that is uh, 14th chapter, um, uh, 6th, 7th and 8th, three verses, gives the nature of the modes of, uh, the, gives about the qualities of the three modes. Though by applying this we can have a, a general idea about it. Mm-hmm. Like somebody may be angry, may mm-hmm. say anger is tamas. But mother getting angry at a child is not um, is not tamas because even the anger itself is tamas, but there is controlled anger because she knows this much anger I have to show so that my child will listen to me and become disciplined. Mm-hmm. So externally you may see it is tamas. My mother is in mode of good ignorance today. No, by she is using ignorance. She is very much in goodness. <laughs> like that. Now somebody may be very happy, smiling, ah, very nice, very nice. Why is he very happy? Oh, you will say, oh, it's goodness. It's not goodness. He is happy seeing somebody suffering. Barabarwala, <laughs> very good. So, what is it called? It's actually tamas. It is enviousness, it is tamas. Actually, you are expressing your anger in that form of laughter and happiness. So it's, it's very subtle, it's not uh, like geometry or arithmetic, that's what I would like to say. Thank you so much Prabhuji for explaining so nicely, yeah, they all intermingle together. I think there's also an example of like the colors, right? The colors, how they mix together. Yes, 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 yes. Mm-hmm. So you stop here?